Hey everyone, welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers Dungeons and Dragons podcast. So glad you could join us this weekend or whenever you are listening. We release it on Saturday. We hope you download it first thing on Saturday and make it part of your weekend because we enjoy doing this and uh, we know a lot of you enjoy us doing this. And man, Rodrigo, there was so much stuff going on the last time we played. Things blowing up, mm-hmm. people <laughs> dying left and right, stacks of bodies like cordwood. Yep. What's going to happen this week? Well, probably the same thing, only slightly different. What? I don't um. like different. <laughs> <coughs> what did you do? <laughs> so, as you Rodrigo are... Rodrigo Francis Lopez, what did you do? Francis. I suppose you're all wondering why I called you here today. Oh. And why you're all staring at different character sheets from your usual character sheets. Today <gasps> we will kill Superman. That's right. We will kill the Hackman. Um... So, we are <laughs> gearing up for another How the Other Half Lives episode. Yay! Everybody um, loves The Other Half Lives. I really do. Those were fun. So, <clears throat> last, the point of the the previous uh, group of How the Other Half Lives episodes was for you guys to experience what your fellow players experience in their roles. Right. So, for so, example... <laughs> That's uh, shorthand Matthew for gotta play. make Matthew stop yelling at the magic user. <laughs> right. you got to play the magic user. I yep. became the fighter. Yep. Um, the point of this one is for you to experience a similar character to yours with another power source. Okay. Um, with the slight difference that I kind of swapped Orem and Ket. Woo! Um, but that's largely because... Um, Steven had previously voiced that he wanted to play a monk. Right. Um, and because Rob had been whining that he always plays <laughs> strikers. Mm-hmm. Um, partial, I, I mean, no one ever forces him to play a striker except for, you know, I told him that he had to play a striker because that's the <laughs> that was the hole that Ket left. Right. Um, no but it just sort of seems to, play a it just seems to sort of work out that way. Yeah. He, he ends up playing the striker a lot. Right. He ends up being the guy who has to balance the party because right. everybody else wants to play something specific. Right. So, um, you have an opportunity to look over your character sheets. Yes. Um, this game actually <clears throat> takes place simultaneously, more or less, or in the same span of time as the last game. Okay. So, right now, as you guys start this game, the Torkoal Tones are probably on their way to the Eldritch Enclave. Hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Everything leading up to the... Um, yep. Is that anything the, like the Oak Ridge Boys? Um, the Eldritch Enclave? No. Play me some Eldritch music. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> I'm a little slow today. <laughs> so, no does anybody have any questions? I'm sure there's going to be actually tons of questions as we go. There, there yeah, kind of probably. are. I do have one question. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at page six of my character sheet, and by the way, why is there a page six of my character sheet? <laughs> I just and wanted to have. I just wanted you to have all the information available to you. I'm seeing cards that say magic item. Uh huh. Are those two separate magic items on the last page, or is that one yeah. magic item? No, they're two separate magic items. I gave your. I accidentally gave your character two shields. Can I put one on each arm and be done with it? Um, only if you don't want to use a weapon. It's on my arm. It's not in my hand. Oh, okay. 
No, you can't. <laughs> That's illegal. The reason why I, the reason why I gave you two shields by accident is because the character builder does this weird thing where when you equip a shield, I was seeing it as it gives you a minus two to your AC. But actually what it does is a shield gives you a plus two, so the character builder for some reason gives you a plus four and a minus two to your AC. Stupid character what? builder. It, yeah, it's weird. Is now so is this I was character builder. No, no, no. This way is I handle my checkbook. Yeah, this is the new. <laughs> this is not the new one. This is okay. the downloadable one. Okay. Um. So I was I was experimenting to see if it was maybe that specific shield that was doing it. <clears throat> so I gave him a second shield, tried it again, and then forgot to delete the second shield. Ah. Okay. Um. Do we I have a shield preference? So I would recommend that you use the faux fending shield. It is probably going to help you out a lot more. Than the flame right. drinker shield. So I'm going to make it on the fly edit. I only have one shield, and that's it. Excellent. Excellent. Sounds good. So we are going to start on the, we'll say, western port of Shalai. Um, <laughs> you Sorry. are all um, the. Um, the central temple of Shalai has arranged for your transportation. Some of you may have even been here for at least one or two days just while they coordinate everything. Mm -hmm. um, but they said that they're basically going to take you to a central location. And then if you're trying to go to the eastern port, they will take you there. If you're going to go to the temple, they will take you there or wherever you're going. So are we just passing through or have we been called here? It should say on your sheet. Says for uh, my character, my character's name is Seven Owls Wise. After an unsuccessful mission to the Central Cyst, Seven Owls Wise arrives at Shalai. He is to report his findings to uh, Arathus Temple, and then take the next ship back to be debriefed in Drakistan. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's your answer there. All right. So we will start at the. At a and in at the docks where you guys are presumably now <coughs> standing outside of, mm -hmm. um, and waiting for your ride to get there. So why don't we go around and you guys can describe yourselves? And we'll start with let's start with Matthew. Hello. All right, I'm describing myself. Yep. Let's see. I seem to be about six feet tall, of a medium build. A uh, youngish uh, thing of an half an elfin powers. I'm always half something. Um, At least half something, yes. yes. <laughs> I was allowed, for those of you who keep track, one reference during this episode, and I'm about to make it. My name is Sir Brave and the Bold, but everyone knows me as Oswald. I mean, Brenzin. <laughs> but you wouldn't know that from looking at me. Uh, heavy plate armor, long dark hair, obviously displayed holy symbol of Vokorolan. Mm -hmm. And I seem to be keeping mostly to myself. Not necessarily in a rude way, but more in a contemplative way. Okay, Brian? <clears throat> yes, I am a dwarf, a short fellow with a silvery <laughs> white beard. No, your character. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, my character this week is Albrecht Ghostbeard, funerary priest for the Raven Queen, short fellow with a ghostly or yeah, silvery white beard. He has a dark armor; looks as if it's either forged from very dark steel or maybe lacquered as such. 
carries himself a fairly big axe and handles it and has a, a symbol of the Raven Queen readily available. Mm-hmm. I am Gla, Holy Druid of Melora. Uh, I am what Rodrigo has decided to call a marrow in here. Uh, a humanoid merfolk. Uh, I assume I have two legs. Yep. Okay. It's On your head. Awesome. Uh, six foot uh, blue skin. Uh, large black solid eyes. Gills across my neck. I uh, have a magic staff and going to see if I can do this one. Could the symbol that I have actually be a tattoo? Um, Sure, but it has to be someplace where it's always seen. Across my face. Sounds good. Yeah, Whoa. holy symbol of Melora tattooed across the uh, right. right eye. And what is the symbol of Melora? It's a seashell. It's okay. a seashell, apparently. Yeah. Uh, the symbol of the Raven Queen is a raven's head. The symbol of Corlon is a star, like a eight-pointed star with the um, with the four points that are not, uh, you know, up, down, left, right, being slightly smaller. Uh, that about it? Is, uh, well, no, uh, since he's uncomfortable outside of cold water, he's usually uh, wet and has a little bit of wind billowing across it most of the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seven Owls Wise is a human monk. Uh, he has a shaven head, which apparently I can uh, identify with, and he dresses in simple robes. He's approximately 20 years in age, about 5'9". Uh, he displays, uh, what is that, Bahamut's? Bahamut. Bahamut symbol prominently, and usually carries a prayer necklace wrapped around one hand. Mm-hmm. And so I guess my symbol is probably going to be uh, right up here on the on the forehead. Like as a diadem? Yeah, like the the symbol. Oh, is it actually tattooed on there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there. Or, yeah, or to, Rob just said that he well, wanted a tattoo on his face, and you had to steal his tattoo I was already idea. thinking about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was thinking about it as soon as I read, how is to have a holy symbol prominently displayed? Yeah, and that's what I thought, too, just right, right let's, here. Maybe it's, let's it's all a have henna, face tattoos. It's a henna no, tattoo. No, let's not all have face tattoos. My henna face tattoo, tattoo is a woman okay. named Martha. <laughs> so part of your ritual for daily use is uh, to reapply the, gotcha. the symbol. That's cool. And uh, as I mentioned, I have just uh, had an unsuccessful mission at the. Uh, well, they wouldn't necessarily system. know that. But I'm letting my my uh, people. Greek flag fly. If yes. You will. Woo! I, that, is, Hi, that is not at all what is happening. Boy, I sure did have a bad mission. Hey, you guys like cheese? All right. So there you guys are. You're waiting for your ride. The uh, the docks are what you would imagine docks to be. These are actually not particularly seedy looking. Um, they are in fact what you have experienced docks to be before. There's, you know, some ships over there. Um, a lot of warehouses. The only difference is that these go for longer than most cities. Um, right. They okay. just keep yes. going and going and going. Okay. Now this is uh, when we talk about the sea, we're talking about real water. Not no, we're not. Okay. <laughs> But we haven't talked about that, so That's we'll right. talk about it. Um, as, you know, out in the shores, and all of your characters have done some traveling on the Astral's, all of these characters have done some traveling on the Astral Sea, is the Astral Sea itself. It is a dark, um, at times, indigo or purple or black mass of 
kind of indeterminate consistency that is dotted with um, points of light, um, sometimes very bright, sometimes pretty dim, sometimes not really visible at all. Can you swim in it? No. Okay. It is very dangerous to touch it. Okay. How many would you say? Would you say that there are more than a thousand points of light? There are at least a thousand points of light. Okay. Shiny. Yeah. Um, so yes, you cannot, it is, it is usually not recommended that you swim in the astral sea. You will survive if you fall into the astral sea, at least for a little bit, but it is rumored to either be incredibly cold or might overload you with energy depending on where you are. Okay. It's good to know. Uh Good to know. And then eventually a an extra large um, traveling cloud approaches you guys. There are in fact two people sort of doing the hand motions to steer it around and <laughs> it lands in front of you. Um, one of them gets off and pulls out a little scroll and calls out each of your names in turn. Okay. I I respond. Okay. He motions for you to step on the cloud. I comply. Okay. Yeah. Step up onto the cloud. Hello. Gla. Uh, hello. Alright, so you all get on the cloud. Yep. And start traveling. He starts making the hand gestures to have it go up, and so does his assistant, presumably. And you guys begin to levitate above the docks and then start flying into the city. All right. Do we see anything untoward? Anything out of sorts? Um, not right now. <laughs> you can uh, you can tell that there aren't a lot of people out, even though there should be. Um, you can definitely see that people are nervous. Okay. But nothing now, readily out of the ordinary other than that. No, it's pretty clear that each of us has uh, a, a holy writ of some sort going on. Yep. Um, is there an expectation that while we are in the city or while we are here that this is normal? Would I know these people? Would I be perfectly comfortable around them? Or is this just something where five strangers are on a bus? Um, it's like, it's it's kind of like this. It's like, let's say you are a, you are a firefighter in New York. Okay. And you get into a bus, and when you walk in, there's clearly a guy who has a shirt that says Boston Firefighter. There's a guy who has, you know, Arizona Fire, like, Fire Division, whatever. And then there's another guy who has a little tattoo with a little fire symbol, like a little um, <laughs> KC Fire Department symbol on his arm. <laughs> That's kind of what it's like. Okay. Like, you guys are all clearly in the same line of business. You mm-hmm. are, for all intents and purposes, colleagues just in different... Uh, are like in different in this case literally in different cities okay which one of these three looks the most interesting <laughs> at least in says the so first fish person huh yeah I know <laughs> so you next question <laughs> which one of these three looks uh, the most interesting uh, forget what you were a half elf Matthew yes okay the left half 
His left ear is pointy. <sighs> I, uh, you know what? You're sighing melodramatically is why people hate me, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is if why you, people hate me. If you weren't so hanging a lampshade on this stuff, it would just go... <laughs> And we'd move on. <laughs> so keep up the good work. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> We're on a tight schedule here. Yes. I'm serious, too. All right. <laughs> what god was Matthew's character? Corlin. Corlin. Okay. Makes sense. Bahamut seems more interesting right now. <laughs> Hi, I'm Gala. Hi, Blah. Bow. Seven hours wise. So what brings you to uh, July? I am reporting back to the uh, Rathus Temple on a recent mission I completed. Huh. How did that go? Not as good as one would hope. Mm. Sounds disappointing. It, it was. And what about you? Oh, I'm I'm trying to meet someone. I need to get a ride back to home, back to Kunkunai. Ah. Was that a water world? No, Kunkunai is the city holy city of Melora. Ah, okay. I'd probably know that as yes, a, as a monk. Ah, <laughs> ah, it should nice place as as a resident of this area. <laughs> yes. Yep. Well, you guys probably only maybe it's entirely possible that Gla was born in the astral sea, mm-hmm. but the rest of you have probably were probably brought here from other areas when all the priests. Oh yeah, yeah. Got, um, up. got teleported. Picked, all the holy folks. Yep. Okay. The anointed, as they are known collectively. Okay. I like holy folks better. You can <laughs> and you can call them that. You seem to have kind of a country thing going. And where huh. are you coming from? Uh, the Farbrights. Mm. What are the Farbrights? Uh, we'll call it the Outer Rim for now. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Tatooine. Hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> He said outer rim. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Ah. <clears throat> I don't even have any idea what he was doing there. <laughs> what were you doing there? Uh, he certainly wasn't making the Kessel run in under 12 parsecs. Certainly not. <laughs> I think what's most endearing is his, willing, his willingness to speak okay. clearly. Well, you're, uh, <laughs> you were probably on a mission, right? Yeah. Okay, so... What's your character good at? Look at your skills. Oh, yeah. Swimming. <laughs> Nature and endurance. Yep. Ah, I was setting up some uh, farmland for the ravaged folks out there. Uh, they've been... The go- the Void Wars have been uh, causing some problems for the outlying people, so uh, Milady Melora sent some of us out to aid the uh, downfallen. Very noble. Yeah. So what were you doing? I was... Uh, had a mission to the Central Cyst and, and didn't go very well. We were attacked, as you as you know, and failed in our attempts. And the m- information that I do have, I now must take back. Uh, I'm sorry, that would be disappointing. Yes, lost many. I feel for you. We've all lost in this war. Yes, indeed. Hmm. You're creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Just very quiet. He was the talking dwarf to the dwarf. Is creepy. What's that? He oh. was talking to the dwarf. Oh, 
<laughs> Raven Queen and all that. We, we're all different, but I think our differences are what make us uh, more interesting, as opposed to <laughs> creepy. And you, Sir Knight. Mm-hmm. I'm Gla. You are? Brenson. Brenson. Ah, good to meet you. Where are you headed, sir? Uh, honestly, I don't know that I'm headed anywhere. I'm coming from somewhere, and I'm sure that I have a destiny in the future. Also, I seem to be haunted by a small child. Reindeer. Thank you, honey. Now go away. <laughs> Adorable. Did you see her too? Yes. <clears throat> I recently returned from the Gulag of Magnificent, and suffice to say that Yours is not the only mission gone wrong, friend monk. Hmm. Pause. The Gulag Magnificent is Asmodeus' holy city. Asmodeus being the god of tyranny, who is evil, 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 evil. Evil, 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 stupid, stupid, evil. Part of the Pentatheon? No, no. he's part of the Dark Council, who are the evil mirror of the Pentatheon. Not part of the Void Gods. In fact, so, you guys, when he mentions that, you guys know that several, like, basically at some point, each one of the um, churches has reached out to one of the gods of the Dark Five to join forces against the Void. And they keep, basically, they're turning you guys down outright or putting in such ridiculously evil requests in exchange that, you know, <laughs> negotiations just uh, dissipate into spooky noise. <laughs> Suffice to say that I am uncomfortable in discussions of how delicious children are. <laughs> I would go with tasty. I, I would beg to differ. <laughs> it depends on how you prepare them. That was not in character. <laughs> no, it was not. I, I'm aware. I, I don't think any of that was in character now that I mention it. I'm not sure we have character. Right. So, oh. the Gulag Magnificent, you were one of the mm. uh, envoys sent by... Uh, Coralon. Coralon? Indeed. Hmm. It did not go well. Uh, Melora's envoy didn't either. So, why are you back in the city? Other than... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Arathus is in the midst of a layman initiative, Corlon. Hmm. I've come to oversee and essentially check on the well-being of those who would take up the fight that's all alongside us. Yep. Ah. The layman initiative is what the Torkoal Tones are. Okay. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. No. Glance over at the dwarf and. Nah. So you guys continue traveling. Um, everybody can give me a perception check. Ooh, can I use my cool perception? <laughs> Why did I steal Brian's dice? <laughs> yes, this is your own fault. Um, Steven. 21. 11. 
20. Okay. Matthew? I have a question. Okay. I have some sort of perception-y power. Okay. That I've lost. Uh, let's see. Plus two item bonus to perception checks from my armor. Is that... Um, I think that's reflected? already added to... Let's see. Here's your perception. Yeah. That two on your miscellaneous column is that Got already. It. That's what I wanted to verify. Uh, 22. Okay. So everybody who's in the 20s um, manages to spot this. As you guys are flying, you see a what appears to be a young cleric um, on a on the rooftop of a flat building. Like, you know, the building has one of those little kind of shed staircases mm-hmm. that leads up. Um, you see him burst out of it. He has something in his hand and he gets probably about four steps out onto the roof. He's running as this creature runs out um, tackles him and begins dragging him back in. The creature looks largely humanoid, except that its hands are pointy. And if you go from the bottom up, right where you know, from his chin to his nose, right where his nose would start, there's just nothing there. There's a bowl and there's a little flickering candle where the rest of his head should be. Cloudminder, take us there now. How close are we? Um, within jumping distance. Not quite, but you're within jumping distance of a building that's within jumping distance. Okay, then I'm gonna use my monk uh, acrobatic Monkey skills powers. Okay. to uh, <laughs> to just. <laughs> well, we'll go ahead and make that a skill challenge. That's fine. <laughs> dun dun dun! Da! Way to go, Steve. Hey, we'll put it hey. somewhere where Matthew. The listeners can see it. like skill challenge. <laughs> they do. <laughs> the skill challenges are fun. So I have a question as you're sending this up, Rodrigo, and you can be kind of working as as you're thinking and answering. Mm-hmm. A lot of people listen to um, Critical Hit, and they like how you handle skills challenges a little bit differently than maybe the manual says, mm-hmm. and some of the plot and story elements people really, really enjoy. Um, how do you think, or what do you think, or do you care if people lift storyline and elements and um, strategies from this and use it in their own games? For their games, it doesn't... I don't care. Um, I I suppose it's kind of a compliment for people to take stuff that I've done and add it to their games, or even if they're kind of playing their games in the critical hit one, two, three, four, five. In the critical hit universe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind that. I suppose if at some point we... Um, we are walking around and find a paperback novel at a store that is called like uh, Decisive Strike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's about these characters that are very similar, then maybe we should have, we might take legal action. But if right, you're right. just doing it for your game, then I'm, you know, I'm glad that I'm helping. Good. All right. Palpable. Yes. I did have some news. I read a story about Tark and Harem. Yeah. And Rondus. Rondus. And, and their friend Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Wolf died. It was sad. Oh, no. He was my yeah. favorite character. I especially like the part when Tark repeatedly kept telling Harem to use the pointy bit of your axe, which is not a sword. Sword. <laughs> of his lance. Yes, use your lance. Use your lance. All right. Okay. Let's roll initiatives. Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> nice. Crap. 
Um, twenty six. Twenty six. Um, Gla. Seven. One of my initiative bonus is higher than my roll. <laughs> Can we clarify? Because I keep hearing his name as Gla. G L A A. Gla. Thank you. Dolph Lima Alpha Alpha. <laughs> or if you under were underwater, it'd probably sound like. <laughs> I almost went Murloc, and then I was like, no. <laughs> They'll yell at me for going with wow. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to call you Arthur. Albrecht. 18. Okay. And Sir Brenzen. 10. Okay. So, you guys see this happen. Um, you see Seven Owls Wise hunched down. Um, Brenson yells at the cabbie, who just has no idea what's happening at this point. <coughs> but we'll start with Seven Owls Wise. Okay. I'm going to use my uh, acrobatics to leap from the, uh, the cab ship's thing mm-hmm. and get to the closest building to it so I can make my next jump to the... Uh, following building. Do it. And that would be a 25, or I'm sorry, 35. That's a success. Yep. Nice. Ding. All right. Albrecht goes beard of clan goes beard. (laughs) (laughs) So can I uh, try to deduce from what I saw of that creature, like where he stands and in the void hierarchy? Well, kind of. Basically, like, what manner of creature he is. Like, is he undead, or was he basically... Yeah, you can give me a religion check. Religion. All right. Take it. All right. That'll be a 25. That's a success. Well, it's uh, it's definitely a creature of the void. Mm. It's it's a candle head. <laughs> <laughs> so named because... He reminds me of a half-burnt Charlie Brown yep. candle from the 1960s. All right. Creepy. <laughs> I, listeners, look it up on the internet. You'll find it, and it'll creep the hell out of you. <laughs> hey, yep. Sir Brinson the Bold. Yes? Your go, friend. <clears throat> I'm going to utilize my diplomacy to obviously smooth over the shock that the cab driver, the Cloudminder, has at my outburst and point him to where we need to be because I ain't jumping nowhere nothing. Right. <laughs> Do it. Done. Oh, good. <laughs> Counting my 13, it's a 19. <laughs> oh, wow. The crap was his roll. Nice. So good was his skill. <laughs> that, that's, yep. that's still a success. <laughs> And blah blah blah. Um, blah blah blah. That's his nickname. Seeing as how our uh, brave Sir Knight mm-hmm. cannot oh, yeah. get there without. Well, and well, well, go ahead. Seeing as our brave Sir Knight cannot get there, you know, by hopping down and around, uh, as he's not near as acrobatic as our good monk, mm-hmm. I will summon a gust of wind to push us still on the cloud closer to the. Uh, Do it. Nature. 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 Yay, that's a success, because that's a 27. Okay. So, um, Sir Brenson addresses the Cloudminder, 
which I guess we're going to call them from here on out because that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> um, he begins to turn, and as he's turning, um, Gla raises his staff, and the wind basically um, creates a pressure front so that the, the, the cloud just slides right up basically to right behind where um, Seven Owls Wise is about to make his second jump. So you're all more or less caught up. And Seven Owls Wise. Okay. Uh, continue to sprint along the building, mm-hmm. approaching the edge, using this time my athletics okay. to make a large leap across the gap and try to land as close to the uh, hideous creature as possible. Sounds good. Try not to die. That was an 18. 18? That's a success. Nice! Yep. We'll, like we'll get from Alpha Flight. We'll get to when he lands at the end of this yeah. turn. Um, Albrecht. All right. I see that the uh, <laughs> monk friend is more or less making a direct attack. I shall try to use diplomacy to more or less uh, get us to start flanking and see if we can't get around this guy to prevent cut off any escape attempts. So basically looking at Fishman, try to get him to go around the outside because he looks the most mobile of us. Sounds good. Of us three left. It'll be a 24. That's a success. Excellent. All right. And Sir Brinson. Hello. You are now, you have commandeered a cloud. I have commandeered a cloud. And we're headed the right direction. Mm-hmm. And the wind is blowing really hard. Yes. Indeed. What am I good at? Uh, I like cheese. <laughs> I like chocolate milk. I'm going to attempt to use my perception to perceive the the thing. (laughs) Come on! I kind of got nothing. I kind of got nothing. Okay, um, it happens. Going to use my perception to try and uh, find the best way to attack to where I can just. Step off and chop a thing, and I'm going to say, like, uh, over there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I'll allow this. 19. All right. That's a success. Fishman. And Fishman. Teenage Fishman. Is that a Who song? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um. Oh, yeah. Keeping this wind going in such a controlled fashion is hard, so I'm going to use endurance. Okay. Yay! 24. That's success. Hooray! Skill challenge completed. Skill challenge complete. Challenge accepted. These guys are so much better than the normal crew. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, until we get to combat, and then we're going to be... We'll see. <laughs> He's going to throw the face flappies at us, and our new defender is going to freak out. Yep. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, so you guys all managed to um, get to that building where that monster was attacking that guy. Um, by the time you do get to the building, the monster has pulled them back downstairs, but now you're all kind of... you're You've made it to the building and are have worked yourselves into a good formation to run down. All right. We're going to bust in the doors. Okay. You bust in the doors. There uh, are some stairs. I'm sorry, Matthew, I missed. What is your what is your class? Are you a paladin? Is that what you are? 
I'm not telling. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's a holy guy. What? Has that's what I figured. He was so. wearing big armor, and we're all holy, mm-hmm. so that's the yeah. only class he probably could be. But yes, but holy armor is questionable because yeah, know, they can shoot stick right, a sword through there. Yep. right through it. Yep. <sighs> so, so Brenton kicks down the door. There are some stairs. Who takes point? Probably the one who kicked down the door. Okay, I yes. do. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Get used to that. That's the Sir Brinson theme song. Yep. Yeah. Um. Okay. You guys start heading down the stairs. Clang, 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 clang. Squish, 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 squish. Yep. And then, of course, yep, nothing. Nothing from over there. <laughs> um. I love new characters. Yeah, they're fun. <laughs> and you guys get all the way down to the bottom of the stairs. Presumably another door is shattered into flinders as um, Yay, Sir Brenzen bursts into another room. Um, I thought you were going to say I burst into flame. No. <laughs> oh, flinders, you know, group of butterflies. In this room, um, there are a lot of boxes. It is clearly some type of warehouse. Um, basically, the room is probably actually as big or twice as big as it appears, but it's just covered in, um, there's just all these boxes stacked up against one of the walls, just crates and crates. Um, as, as you guys, um, run in from the opposite door, um, you see two candle heads also run in, um... And they kind of uh, crouch down, and we'll probably start a fight. Are there three now, or there's just two? There are just okay. two. All the right. one that you were chasing is it's out of your there. sight, or okay. or maybe it's one of these. Okay, but yeah. Now, before we get into this, or as you're setting this up, did the creature take the child, or did he grab? He's the... not a child. He was He's a young a cleric. Oh, but I thought he was carrying something. He was carrying something. Oh, okay, all right. And the creature just grabbed all of that all of mess. Okay, and drag it downstairs. Okay. So All right. we'll set up for a fight type fight. Okay. Alright, 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 alright. Right. Everybody roll initiative. Three, two, <laughs> Initiatizing. Go Blamacus, I suck again. Alright. You probably have and a much better bonus than I do. Okay. Sirloin of Beef cannot roll initiative to save his friggin' life. Alright. Seven hours wise. Twenty four. Uh, Glock. 20. Okay. <laughs> you know, if his name was Agla, that would be pretty cool. Or if he played it as a surfer, we could just go around going, Hey, Gla, what's going on? What's up, Gla? Hey, Gla, man. Um, I was Albrecht case, surfing hey, in the battle. Glaw. 18. Again, that's one of the two cool. options I went with. Yeah, we don't want a surfer dude. That'd be too <clears throat> similar to the D&D podcast. Uh, <laughs> what? There are no other podcasts. These you people who you claim they're silly man. Um, Sir Brenzen. Yeah, no, I actually. Sir Brenzen got a whopping. <laughs> uh, it surprises me Ten. that Jason Muse is the one that got into D and D of those two. Well, and I uh, did hear that episode, and I did uh, Twitter Kevin Smith and say, you know, if you if you want to play, we would invite you on as a as a guest player. That would be awesome. Oh my god, that would be awesome. And so, people, if you're on the Twitter, 
you can uh, send a message to at that Kevin Smith and encourage him to uh, come on as a <laughs> guest. Kevin, and it Kevin, apparently is fourth edition that Torque, plays because he is saying, it's like, well, I need to take two laptops because the character builder doesn't work on a Mac. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, character builder, the new one does work on a Mac. Yeah, We've tested it's that platform. Okay. All right, back, back, back to the game. words for you, Torque and Silent Bob. That would be hey. awesome. Okay. <laughs> so, you guys... Run in to this warehouse. All this stuff is boxes, but it doesn't matter. And basically, from here to here, and some of this stuff, they're all boxes. Doesn't matter. They're just all boxes to the ceiling. They're just walls. Um, Are they movable at all? Could we use them as an as an, a weapon? You could spend a long time trying to pull out the top one, okay. climbing up there, pull it out, okay. try to drop it on someone. But but like one of my fist blows couldn't just. And then shatter the one at the end out. And I, I think I think that would be an awesome special effect if you had okay. a ranged attack. Okay. <laughs> um, so we are about to start combat. I strongly recommend that you guys give a quick read over to your feats because you've probably been focusing on powers. Maybe this is smell. <laughs> and also your um, racial and class features. All right, where do they keep my feats on the current page, sheet? Page, page, front page, bottom right. Mm-hmm. Where is They're supposed to be in the middle. Battle healer from... Why do they move things? Battle healer gives you a... Because I, they thought it looked more aesthetic. Whenever you use your healing word, it gives you your... You heal your strength modifier and hit points. It's what okay. Deacon has. They didn't put specifics. Yeah. You gain hit points when you use healing word. Tag also, healing also, word. Steven, you do have a multi-class feature because you're a multi-class Avenger. Um, your Oath of Enmity, you probably want to use that early on. Oath of Enmity. Oath of Enmity is a uh, divine keyword. It's a minor action, close burst 10. One enemy, one enemy you can see in burst. When you make a melee attack against the target and the target is o- the only enemy adjacent to you, you make two attack rolls and use either result. This effect lasts until the end of the encounter or until the target drops to zero hit points, at which point you regain the use of this power. Ooh, so yep. it's an encounter power that can go mul- that you can use multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, if another effect lets you roll twice and use the higher result than making an attack roll, the power has no effect on that attack. If an effect forces you to roll twice and use the lower result than ma- uh, when making an attack roll, this power has no effect on that attack either. If an attack lets you re-roll an attack roll, and you roll twice because of the power, you re-roll both dice. So essentially, we're going to spend the next 20 minutes of me rolling dice. Nah, <laughs> you can always just roll 2d20s at once. Okay. Yeah, take Actually, that. that's technically what you're supposed to do. All right. Hey, Rodrigo. What's your personal favorite class things? feature of mine? What is my cross-class at willpower? Your cross-class at willpower is, I think, Wolfpack Tactics. I have that as an encounter rather yeah, than an at Because right. the dilettante power gives you another classes at will as an encounter. Got it. Okay, that's what I wanted to make sure. I thought that looked odd. Yes. Good to go. Ket has that makes Torque hit things again. Yep. That's why half elves are cool. Actually in this like half elves used to be like non quantities in previous editions. In this edition they're actually really cool. Uh um, so this isn't that power though. No, it's not. It's not that power. Okay. But I thought he was saying this is yeah, that no, power. I'm that's, like, that's this is Ket's version of that ability. Is what Ket chose. Okay. 
All right. So um, as we go into this, I'm going to guess. Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead, Rodrigo. I'll don't ask guess. when it gets. All right. Well, um, first off, Chains is going to move three squares. One, two, three. And hold his action until to smack the first enemy that gets close to him. I don't trust Chains. He was the fake Undertaker. <laughs> Up next, Martial Arts Master, Seven Owls Wise. Okay, so um, this is a minor action, so the first thing I'm going to have to do is move closer. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to move my six squares closer. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Now, are there characters that can have a speed faster than six? That seems to be the standard speed that a lot um, of our characters elves have. Elves and Thrykreen? Elves? Yes. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, Elves and Thrycreen both have a speed of 7 to start with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, you can always find... Uh, there are magic Armor, items. Magic items. Magic items. items yeah. A couple okay. of feats. Yeah. All right, so as a features. standard action, I could use any one of my items, but then also use the Oath of um, Enmity on top of that? As a minor, It's a minor action to right. use it, isn't it? Right. Yeah. As yeah, a yeah. minor action, you can put your Oath of Enmity on someone. Okay. And that's a... Close. That's a burst ten. It's a burst it? ten, and yeah. you know I'm actually within. This is going to be the change is the closest one mm-hmm. for that. Now the problem is I don't have. Let me see. All of my because of the monk and I have no implements. I have no ranged attacks. Right. Um. So oath of enmity would be the thing if I wanted to open up mm-hmm. a can of whoop ass already. I could do that on that yeah. character. Yeah. Why not? Okay. We'll put your Oath of Enmity on him. Okay, and then... Uh, click. So, you have you have now sworn a holy oath that you will smite him. Yes. Smitey, smitey. What does that look like? <clears throat> um, It's just the... You know, you, you just see my He holds his fist to the sky and says, out. I'm a bust your ass! You, the, the hands shoot out, mm-hmm. like almost projectile right. stuff, and it's just like this shimmer. Cool. Uh, You've got the power of the glow. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. That envelopes him momentarily. Cool. And then dissipates. But you can tell that. Yeah. If you've got if you've got seven owls wise vision, you right. can tell that that's the one. So they can all tell he's the one since yes, they're all they can since all, they're all holy. Tell. Yes, they can all Verizon it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Yes, they can all tell. Um, and that's it. I mean, he's marked, and I've moved. I've done my ma- my minor. You can charge. Um, I mean, your charge is not going to be as strong because your strength isn't very good. Where does it, where is a charge um, at? Charge is right just there where your melee. melee there should be a melee basic attack box. Uh, so it's going to be kind of wimpy, blazing. but well, it'll be that one because I don't think any of your powers, unless you have a power that what's, lets you this shift. A I, I don't think he does. I've got some shift, but they don't. Oh, they're, they're all only part like of two move squares. Yeah, yeah, they're all part of move action. So at this point, I think I'm going to just do that and mark them, and then I'll. Um, and then when I get closer to him, probably in the next move, then I can attack and then use the uh, okay. oath to trigger some other cool things. Awesome. Chains walks up and goes, whoosh, and then Seven Owls Wise walks up a little closer and goes, whoosh, yep. and, you know, the camera zooms in on both of their faces. Yep. It's awesome. Okay. On like 21, um, a you guys see just rags and dust bunnies and stuff like that kind of fly past you sort of in all directions um 
as all of this just general gunk begins to coalesce around here, um, back here behind chains. Um, and as it begins to coalesce, you start to see this point of light that becomes brighter and brighter, except eventually it gets completely covered up by rags and stuff, although it still glows from the inside. And eventually it just forms this amalgam of, like, kind of this formless amalgam of stuff. Um, it is just kind of a rag, Ew. formless rag monster. Oh, rag monster. Um, it then takes, sort of grows out these three um, rags. Um, they all kind of point towards each other. A little point of light appears, and it just um, creates a discharge, just a quick electric discharge, which sends out a zo- a sonic boom in the direction of Seven Owls Wise. So this will be an attack against his reflex, which is probably pretty decent. Nah. That's going to be a 22 versus reflex. Ooh, right <laughs> on it. Uh, right on it. Um. Okay. You'll take fourteen thunder damage. Okay. And that'll be this critter's turn. Up next, once I resize my windows. <laughs> Um, we have Glah. Oh. Count the Glah. Glah. 10, ranges 10, 10, close blast. I has nothing best of 10. Can I get within 10 of anything? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 6, right? 1, yep. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. I have a question. Yeah. Okay. You can get it within 10 of chains easy. Okay. I'm going to go right one, in front of... One second, Matthew. Where are you going? Right in front of uh, our defender. Right there? One more for there. There you go. Okay. All right. Shoot, Matthew. Uh, my question is now meaningless. Oh, okay. <laughs> can you I see was the going board? to ask before he moved. Oh. If something that I was going to do was going to help him. <laughs> but it is now too late, for you have disrespected me, and now I should go arc. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me know when you're back from arguing. Arguing? Arg. Um, we'll call that north. Okay. Okay. Um, thorn whip. Thorn whip. Uh, do I have just an implement or is my staff my implement? Your staff is my your staff implement. Is my implement. Okay. Need to make sure I know what my staff does. Oh, I'm going to actually activate the uh, free action on my staff to make it do all cold damage. Okay. And the staff strike out with the staff, and a uh, viney, thorny whip comes out and grabs chains by the chains. Chains doesn't actually have chains. Shut up. Well, we can say, like, since these guys actually dress pretty well, like, that's, you know, they kind of dress like aristocrats. Mm-hmm. We can say that he actually has, like, a chain to a pocket watch in okay. his pocket. Can, yeah, awesome. That's going to hit a 
26 versus Fortitude. 26 versus Fortitude will hit. Right. 26 versus 42. Yes, 25 or 6 to 4. <laughs> that will be 10 damage. Cold. Okay. And I will pull him two squares. Doink, doink. Okay. Sounds good. I don't think it has any minor action type stuff. What would be worthwhile right now? Nope. Okay, I'm good. Albrecht. Hmm. Alright, let's go five and see where that puts me. You can't cut this corner. I know. One, two, oh. three, four, five. Hey. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, thank you. Astral Seal. So I brandish my holy symbol at chains. And, uh. <laughs> light energy, I guess, in the form of a. Raven. Raven, like, shoots out at it. Cool. And it'll be 26 versus reflex. That'll hit. Awesome. Alright, the target now has a minus two penalty to all defenses. Okay. Next one of you schmucks who hits it before the end of my next turn regains hit points, three hit points. Excellent. Eh, no damage, but hey, yeah. it's there. It's a minus two to defense. Yes. That's pretty oh, good. Oh, so the defense is lowered but on that one? Is that a healing keyword power? Yes. So shouldn't it, that regain plus your wisdom as well because yeah. of the uh, cleric's healing whatever well, class feature? <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, it know. does. That's why I'm telling you <laughs> this. It's weird. Okay. And that's why they don't write it in. Yeah. Because it applies to everything. Okay. So um, like seven or eight hit points? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be a total of six. Oh, you're not a wise dwarf. Yeah, I'm fairly wise. Yeah, a strict wisdom cleric. <laughs> No, You're I'm a, a strength mixed list. cleric. Yeah. Anything else? Not a lot. No, I shall wait for now. Okay. So. Rags, 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 and another one of those creatures. Oh, oh good God. back rags. here. Why do you hate us so much? <laughs> um, It would take too long for me to explain. <laughs> Anybody who's been listening, is yeah, got, um, they're yelling out reasons right now. Right? Yeah, to their iPod. <laughs> um, and he's also going to create that little discharge and send a beam of sonic energy at your monk. That will be a twenty-nine versus reflex. That's a hit. Okay. Four. 11 points of damage. Okay. Your ears are ringing. Mm-hmm. Sir Brenzen. I have a question regarding one of my powers. Okay. And I may have lost it now. I could have charged. Someone becomes subject to my divine Framistat. Oh, your divine sanction. Okay. Let's talk about your... Um, let's see, your divine challenge and potentially your divine sanction. Okay. What divine challenge does is you mark an enemy, and if that enemy attacks anyone else, you just deal direct damage to them. 
as mm-hmm. opposed to Torque who gets an attack. Right. Um, but you also don't have to be adjacent. They just take damage. Um, they take... Let's see. Three plus your Charisma modifier, which is right. three. So they would take six damage every time they attack someone else. Well, once per turn they would. Um, the other power that you're probably talking about, I think, do, 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 let me see. It's my Ardent Strike, basically, right. as the Divine what? Sanction, which means the that... The Divine Sanction works in the exact same way as the Challenge. The reason why they're actually two different words is because they made the Challenge first, and they put wording in there that prevents you from using multiple times, and right. then they were like, oh, no, but the Paladin should be able to use it, so rather than go back and changing the original, they just made the same thing with less restrictions. So, okay. Divine Sanction, Divine Challenge, you mark an enemy, and they take six damage if they attack your friends. Okay. Now, Rodrigo, I'm going to need to call upon your dramatic uh, skills for a moment. Okay. <clears throat> Without mentioning the name of it, and Rob, this goes for you too, because I know you're going to know. <laughs> Let, let's talk about my level 7 encounter power. It says, ally within a number of squares. Mm, one second. But it does not specify the number of squares. It might say it within the rest of the rules text of the. Uh... Oh, I know. I think I've not seen what that. Talking about I've seen it. Um. Uh, let's see. That's the best one. Yep. Checking our notes. Our notes are Oh, uh, I see. Let me. Yeah, it's because the the text itself falls off the like it's there's too much text yeah that's fine okay so what's and my that last word there was text by the way um <laughs> i'm looking it up looking it up looking 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 my name is rodrigo and i'm looking for the rules <laughs> um the number is equal to your wisdom modifier which is one really well, that seems particularly useless. In this situation, awesome. yes. All right. I suppose I'm going to have to run up there. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let me run up there. Okay. Plank, plank, plank. <laughs> so one, two, three, four, five. That'll work. You and me both, pal. Do I have any ranged attacks? Looking for ranged attacks. No, but Ardent Strike you can use on a charge. Oh, can I charge and use my Ardent Strike then? Yep. Do I have to charge a specific one? Uh, you can something only charge five something within five squares of you. Boom. So I'm going to charge uh, sleeves there. Okay. And he's going to get an interrupt as you step right up there because he's been saving his attack yeah. to attack somebody. And as with the old Dungeons and Dragons console game from the nineties, I'm going to yell my phrase Power God Alright. Oh snap What? It's a crit, but I don't think it crits. Okay. No it what? why wouldn't it? Would it? Is that a twenty? Uh, huh? <laughs> it's a twenty, but I didn't think that Ardent Strike had any specific thing that it did on a critical hit. Ardent Strike doesn't? You automatically any character automatically just does max damage on a crit. Right. Plus, oh. you probably have a magic weapon, which will I have do. bonus crit damage, so you'll have to take a look at that. Uh, 1d8 plus it. 6 is my base damage, 
And then below that, it's that's my melee basic attack. Yeah, so you'll deal 1d8 plus 6 base, so that's going to be 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Right. And then two additional d6 of damage. Okay. I have a long sword of Inspiration. Uh, 2d6 is 6 more. Okay. So what's that all together? 20. 20. Okay. And then chains will whiff on you. I'll Yay. duck. You do. Actually, no, I can't duck. I'm in full plate mail. I stand there. Yep. He just scratches up against your plate. I do that George Reeves thing, and I'm not I'm not yet ready to duck the gun when they run out of bullets. Um, His strike bounces off your other shield. Is that... How does your how does astral seal read? It, does that tr- basically trigger astral seal? Yes, it should, yes. Did he actually got any damage? No, he hadn't been hit yet. Then it's yeah. Okay, <laughs> but wait, astral seal. My thing that I did. But it does trigger my pure devotion if I want it to, right? Let me see. Trigger an enemy attacks you. I can gain a plus four power bonus to fortitude and will to the end of the next turn. Mm-hmm. It's a utility. Can that be used at will? Um, no. It's an immediate utility interrupt. Is... So yeah, you can. When did wait? And no. a utility, is, a utility can be used multiple times. You can't use no, it's it an because encounter. this is your turn, and you can't use them an immediate on your turn. When did Chains okay. attack him? Just now. Just now. Because he had because he saved his holdings. action to attack the uh, first thing when he became okay. adjacent. Yeah. All right, and I don't need to physically mark my divine sanction is there because I attacked him. Yep. Okay. So my turn is done. Sounds good. All right. Hood is going to walk three squares. Doop, doop, doop. Then shift six squares. Shift six? One, two, three. Who said he could do that? I don't remember signing off on that character sheet. Oh, okay. Well, where did heads. you come from? Make sure to file a complaint with corporate. <laughs> I'm going to call the HPGA. Do it. Um, That's going to be a 25 versus fortitude on 7 owls. What is it? Oh, sorry, no. This is a 27 versus AC. Uh, that's a hit. Okay. I'm going to take... Probably going to be bloodied. <laughs> Nine damage from being scratched up. Yep, I'm bloodied. All right. Top of the round. Why don't we take a break here really quick? Okay. I know we've just introduced some characters and set up a situation. Only made it through one round, but that's okay. Uh, Some uh, good stuff going on, and uh, we want you to join us next week here on Critical Hit. If you have any questions, all you need to do is send us an email to podcast at Majorspoilers.com, and in a future episode we will be addressing many, 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 many of your questions. So until then, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits.
information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.